Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Paul White. It's the Deeper Daily Podcast, and it's the 10th day of January for 2022. And we are ready to begin the 19th chapter of the book of Genesis in our journey in these Abrahamic stories. We move away from Abraham, as the 19th chapter does, and turns to Abraham's nephew, Lot. The chapter preceding this had Abraham interceding for the city of Sodom, namely because he knew that his nephew Lot and his wife and his two daughters were living in Sodom. And so Abraham intercedes on behalf of any of the righteous, getting a deal with God all the way down to if there be 10 righteous. As we talked about yesterday, the heart of God was not to destroy the righteous with the wicked. God's going to go into Sodom and deliver Lot. But it seems to be on the backside of Lot passing the same test that Abraham passed at the beginning of 18. Remember when the the three men, a characterization of the Trinity, arrive at the tent of Abraham in Genesis 18, Abraham takes them in, receives them, doesn't really even know who they are, but receives them, feeds them, and is hospitable. They bless the house. They tell Abraham they're going to Sodom to see if, because the sin is very grave, and he's going to go down to see for himself. And 19 has two angels coming to Sodom in the evening. There's not the three men. And it's difficult to know what to make of that other than the manifestation to Abraham does seem to be Trinitarian. While there is no such manifestation to Lot, it just seems to be uh, two angels who go down to investigate uh, the hospitableness. I think it's the hospitality of Sodom is in question. And no doubt the sexual depravity is a part of their lack of hospitality. It's manifested as this sort of rabid sexuality um, that is, of course, violent and of uh, violent. Uh, I, sh- I should say it this way: it's a violent sexuality that is, of course, a grave sin. There is no such thing as a violent sexuality that is not a grave sin, and that's how God described it in verse twenty. But the point I've been working on over these last several days is that I don't think what we should take away from the Sodom story. I don't think what we should take away is an injunction against uh, rabid sexuality or violent sexuality because the Bible doesn't have to go to great lengths to show us that violent sexuality is a problem. We're going to see that in multiple passages in the Bible. But it does seem to go to great lengths here to see how Sodom will treat the stranger, will treat the visitor. And that also, we do have an issue of sexuality that must be dealt with not just in the public square, which is where the two angels are going to be confronted by the men, but an issue of sexuality that happens behind closed doors, and namely that of the relationship between Lot and his daughters. This story, as dark and as tragic as it is, takes one more tragic turn after the other. Up until this point in the Bible, Outside of maybe the third chapter of Genesis where Eve sins and fourth chapter of Genesis where Cain kills his brother, I don't know of another place. And even in those cases, it's it's one bad turn. In Genesis 19, it's bad turn after bad turn after bad turn. It's Lot taking the, the, soul, the uh, angels in, offering up his own daughters to that rabid crowd. 
Lot's wife turning to a pillar of salt. Lot's daughters committing incest with him. It just gets darker and darker and darker. Some of this could be a reflection on Lot himself. Uh, Not that he's not a righteous man or that he's not a man who is placing faith in God, but that he's a man who's made his decision to align himself closely with Sodom. One of the messages we might be learning is, is that the closer you dwell to the systems of this world, the more difficulty you put yourself into. And, and I do realize that we have to live in the world, and I do realize that it is uh, a part of our day-to-day existence, but there does seem to be this stark contrast in the Genesis story between the life of Abraham and the life of Lot. Abraham setting himself opposite of the systems of the world, looking for a land that he cannot see in the natural, believing in a God he cannot see. And then there's Lot, who sets himself in the gate of Sodom, according to verse 1. And that means that he has put himself in a position of authority in Sodom, which means he's high on the totem pole of Sodom. Now, the men will accuse him of being a resident alien down in verse 9. This one came in to stay here. That's a um, He's not one of us, but he lives as if he's one of us. And that could be one of the scathing indictments against Lot in Genesis 19, is that he has aligned himself with this place so much as to call himself one of them. Now, he's obviously different because he takes the soul, the, the, the angels in as opposed to abusing them in the manner that Sodom does. But I'm just trying to give you an overview because I'm actually going to spend several days on this 19 chapters. Just too much here to rush through. But that biggest overview is that look at the difference in the man Abraham and in the man Lot. And Abraham is a, in my feelings, my opinion, is a type of thus under the new covenant, us who are recipients of the grace of God through faith in Christ. And I'm using Paul as my template here for how to interpret this. Abraham is given the promise and his seed is the the inheritors. You and I are of Abraham's seed because we're in Christ. So Abraham, who stands opposite of the systems of the world, is a representative of us. There's also a way, or there's a a lifestyle, I guess you could say, in which the righteous live in Sodom and, and look at, and they live in Sodom, but then they are so influenced by Sodom, and that seems to be Lot. And because he's so influenced by it, it's become such a part of his existence, there's nothing but problems that are incurred. So sitting in the gate of Sodom in verse 1 is Lot in a position of authority, And then he brings these angels into his home because he knows what's going to happen out in the street. Uh, I want to get into that that encounter on tomorrow's podcast. For today, maybe our takeaway is, do we choose to align ourselves with the systems of the world or do we choose to stand apart from it as Abraham? The, The choice is truly ours. Have a great day. God bless.